conversation. <laughs> oh, man. And welcome back to The Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and lying corporate media. Just before the camera started rolling, we were talking about evolution, the Bible, and stuff like that. William and I had this real deep conversation. I had a point to make, and then we had to go live. So uh, do not audience, let me forget Jake. that. I had I was going somewhere with that. <laughs> and I think it's actually relevant to our conversation today because what the left has done is so nutty and so bad for children in Minnesota and, quite frankly, just all Minnesotans. I think they've gone to a whole new level. Um, I would say I'm surprised, but maybe I'm not really surprised because you kind of saw this one coming. Joining me today to discuss this very important issue um, where Governor Walls is praying six-year-old transgenders in front of the cameras for his own political benefit. Joining me is Mega Jesse. How are you doing, Mega Jesse? I'm doing good. You know, Walls, like you just said, he's parading out this six-year-old, calling a six-year-old a transgender. It's obviously these parents are just pushing their woke ideology onto kids. It's disgusting, and we got to call it out. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to do a whole video breakdown on this thing, and I mean, it's just sad. It's really sad. And I, I'm, most people haven't seen this fact. It was hard for us to get the footage, right? Mm -hmm, Dawson. Yeah. So, uh, William, also Mr. Straight Lace himself, joining us today. Yeah. Reading your comments here. So uh, feel free to comment on Rumble, YouTube, or Facebook. We will be reading the Rumble comments first. So that's an incentive to head over and follow us there. And Dawson, if we've got that little banner thing that we put down here, let's throw it on there. Uh, if you're watching us on youtube or facebook get ready we'll probably be deplatformed after talking about this because we are bullies according <laughs> to governor walls mm -hmm. running the dials as always i give him a lot of shit but he does a good job dawson the one-man show and sitting next to him two shows in a row mr bunker himself <laughs> deep <laughs> in the bunker mark bashovsky who's going to be uh premiering a show in april called uh the x files is that what we're calling it what are you calling it uh mark <laughs> Okay, truth expedition. Maybe you'll meander and find the truth somewhere in there, right? Needles and haystacks, but we'll find some. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. Uh, Mark might be coming on set here during the show, but meantime, he's kind of learning uh, the dials and the operation from Dawson since he'll be here filming his show. All right, let's get right into this. Um, we found out about this, William. I think it was like, what is it, Wednesday morning? Yesterday was Wednesday. Wednesday morning that there's going to be a press, press conference on transgender something at 10.45. Yeah. We, that was like all we knew. That's as many details as they gave us. That's right. And apparently, uh, Walls has signed an executive order, which we're like, we are very sensitive to executive orders by Tim Walls because that's what he did to shut you in your home, force mass compliance, all that crap. So we're like, what is he going to do? And really it was a mystery up until the press conference. So we all watched the press conference and we brought out some um, interesting parts of it. Um, mm -hmm. And I think what we'll do is we'll kind of get gradually more and more extreme. So first right, of all, let's not forget, this was on International Women's Day. This was on a day of hmm. about women. And what is uh, uh, Tim Walls doing? He's parading out a bunch of fake women. He's, he's bringing out <laughs> a bunch of dudes. The, the concept of a woman doesn't mean anything because mm -hmm. it can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, what right. is a woman? What is a woman? Yeah. It was actually International Real Women's Day, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we like women here at this show, real women, you know, it's a lost cause. Now, we're going to get in all And what's so funny? What's so funny about that, William? We like real women on this show. I don't know. <laughs> I can't say that. You got, now. You got to oh, make geez. that clarification nowadays, you know. Yeah, 
No. Yeah, I mean, yet. you know, there's that that thing about being like transphobic because you don't want to date trans women. That's mm-hmm. an unfortunately that. real thing. And I know it doesn't it's a make thing. any sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> right. Well, we all have our tastes and preferences, and well, we know Jesse's, by the way. A lot of women out there, that real women that like Jesse. We get these comments all the time. Like, God's great. Check out Political Junkies, their most recent episode on Trump's performance at CPAC right on their channel. All right, let's play the video. So, first of all, uh, they go on for about 15, 20 minutes, all their speakers, you know, and they don't even tell us what the heck's going on in this executive order. So, I think someone in the lazy media pool actually maybe asked. It was kind of hard. We couldn't get the audio. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think they were asking, so what did you sign or what's, what's in this document you're about to sign? So, here's Tim Walls trying to explain it. Uh, we had conversations about this. This executive order reaffirms Minnesota law and it directs our agencies. I know we have several commissioners here Commissioner Harp said from DHS, Commissioner Lechero from uh, Human Rights. Um, what it does is, is it puts the strength of this, refocuses state government. But much like the EO we have done on conversion therapy bans and, and other things, we need to have this codified. So I think I'll turn to the. Okay, pause right there. This. Oops. Go, can you go back just a tad there? And by the way, did you even understand what the heck this thing does from that? That's his explanation. Right. To the right of uh, Tim Walls is uh, this dad. And he's going to be the last one we discuss because this guy, um, he should be, if I could be sarcastic, the parent of the year award for what he <laughs> did. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Uh, to the left of uh, Tim Walls was Crazy Eyes. That was, wasn't that the, the person looking at the camera that we were laughing yeah, at? Yeah, right. Can we go who, back to it? Who wouldn't, right. no, who wouldn't right break there. eye oh, contact? No. Yep. And then, uh, that's one of the crazy eyes. Yeah, that, that, that he that, she but, was giving the crazy guys the entire press conference looking right into people's souls. Yeah, <laughs> it was really weird. But um, I don't think you guys noticed this. I noticed this when I was watching it. Do you see who's there back by the uh, white earth flag? No. Who that's, is that? That's uh, Heather Keeler. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, Miss uh, White People, White Christians are uh, committing genocide by adopting <laughs> Indian children. Yeah. So there you go. That was the kind of people prating. And in fact, I, I shouldn't forget, um, maybe we get time today, we'll see her non-apology for calling white Christians genocidal maniacs, essentially. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is this is what we learned from the press conference. We didn't actually find out what the heck's in this, this actual um, thing until, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I think the afternoon, the executive order. Dawson, I apologize. I completely forgot to have this article ready to go. If you just pull up actionforliberty.com, our article, and we could show you what's in the executive order. That's my bad. Um, we got a bunch of other articles. Yeah, so if you go to actionforliberty.com, scroll down one more, and, uh, yep, that click on that one where the wall is talking to the girl, and you'll see the executive order here. Scroll down, scroll down. There's basically three provisions. I think it's on the last page right there. That is um, the nut and bolts of what his executive order does. And essentially, it's just him trying to take whatever steps he can to get that tran- – what would we call that? That Sanctuary State for General Mutilation Bill, <laughs> yep. HF-146. So it says – to the maximum extent permitted under the United States and Minnesota Constitution's federal law and Minnesota law, no state agency will enforce or recognize a judgment from another state terminating parental rights or restricting a parent or legal guardian from contacting their child solely because the parent or guardian sought to obtain or did not obtain gender-affirming health care service for their child. I can let you read the other stuff. Essentially, what they're doing here is if a parent in one state, and this is, this is a famous case, I think Daily Wire's covering it right now, Texas versus California, but a parent in one state, and let's just use Wisconsin as an example, 
or Iowa. Iowa might be a better example. Parents in Iowa, mother wants to uh, hack off genitalia or put them on hormone hormone treatment. Either one very bad. Minnesota is going to try to protect that mother from doing that, even though the dad down in Iowa wants to save their child from this kind of abuse. How can we not as a society just believe that that's abuse of a child? And, and the six-year-old in some cases, you're going to get to that in this press conference. This is how wacko they are. That's abusive. We mm-hmm. have no idea if that child's going to grow up and be that way. The nutty idea that we need to listen to our children and what gender they are is so insane I almost wish these people weren't even having kids because there's going to be so much abuse. Be- well, I shouldn't say so much because it's still a small part of our population. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel so bad for these children because they're more than likely not going to be transgender children. Oh, yeah. They're going to grow up and be normal kids. Yep, they're right. going to be screwed up for life because of all the you know surgeries that are being done to them, all of the hormone treatment, all of the crazy things just because their parents want to push this onto them. You know, It's obviously not the kid's choice, especially when they're six years old. They're, they're, like, they're in this cult this whole thing is a cult mm-hmm. we played the uh liz collins reports uh video last or just the last episode tuesday great great interview with somebody it was a woman who transitioned to boy now she had mental issues right and this these were diagnosed transitioned to a boy which is the better one because essentially mastectomy is far less than you know chopping off whatever it is going on down there mm-hmm. and uh and so then she comes back as an adult and she regrets this big time. Yep. And I think you were alluding to, William, you know, the testosterone she took changes her voice for good. And yeah. she has huge regret. That's something you can't undo. Um, we got a couple comments here on read them. Facebook from Laura. I'll just read one of them here. Uh, International Women's Day. Uh, thanks once again, men, for telling women what is good for us, like cutting boobs off and making <laughs> us infertile. Yeah. No kidding. Like mm-hmm. that's good. These the left is supposed to be the super woke feminist crowd, but yet they're just telling women what's best for them and what they want. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound very feminist to me. Well, and 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 well, that's actually a great point, Laura. Thanks for bringing that up. So if you see this Liz Collins reports, it's like this woman who transitions to boy mm-hmm. praised because the cult she called it love bombing, which is a it's actually a thing. It's you look it up on the de- um, on on Google, you'll find the definition for it. But basically, it's overt praise and bringing someone into their ideology, which is the transgender ideo- ideology, LGBTQIA+. I think I got that right now. <laughs> then she decides she wants to leave, and she's open and public about it. And they, they're like a cult, throw her out and call her like sinful. And, and basically, deaths are going to be on your shoulders because of this. And it's like... Who are you to tell this to a woman? Mm-hmm. She's a woman. Yep. Yep. And there's a lot of people that that go through the detransition where they want to go back to what you know they were born with. And uh, I think it was one of the first people who had ever even gotten the surgery went back and they you know do a lot of the speaking, telling people that it's not a good thing, that people shouldn't be doing this, that it's mental illness, and uh, you know it's just a big big problem. And we can't we can't normalize this mental illness. Uh, it doesn't help them. It doesn't help us. It hurts society. And what's crazy is that these detransitioners de- who are speaking out about this stuff, they're completely shunned by the left. They're loved yep. when they go through and transition, talk about how great it is for like the five minutes that they get what they want. Mm-hmm. But the second that they talk about their experience, they're deplatformed, they're banned, and they're shunned. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have another comment before we go to this next segment? You, uh, you had a couple comments. Yeah, we had a couple comments from Laura. Um, oh, well, Laura, she's, Laura just wants to take over the show then. 
<laughs> but that first comment, she's probably worthy of it, you know. But you guys are doing a good job over here, you know, third wheeling. Mark's <laughs> been pretty quiet. Maybe Mark doesn't. Mark, can Mark even hear us in the bunker? Yeah, I've got plenty of opinions on this. <laughs> that's, um, that's it's true. crazy, you know, 20% of kids now are don't identify as their, you know, they don't know what they are. It's grooming. You know, I, I have ex-friends whose kids are, you know, I don't want to get too detailed because I don't want to expose, but they're, you know, it's like a 14, 13-year-old girl and a 15-year-old boy that are, are both identifying as the other sex. And mm -hmm. it was more or less, you know, groomed. I saw it happen. It's, you know, I, I, it's, it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is unfortunate. All right, let's go to the next clip. This is Pe our Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, the most unimpressive uh, person in politics and that includes uh joe biden and kamala harris this is just a basically a uh a, like a teenager trapped in a woman's body can i say that i don't know if i can say <laughs> that i don't mm. know her pronouns you might get canceled Jay. yeah we'll see so this is uh peggy flanagan um discussing parenting when our children tell us who they are it is our job as grown-ups to listen and to believe them Camera work is something else here. <laughs> what? That's what it means to be a good parent. <laughs> and when we talk about Minnesota being the best place in the country to raise a family, the best place in the country to ha to be a child. There's that crazy he she in the background. And ultimately, this legislation right at us. Mm -hmm. is part of that. Oh yeah, that is the uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Right into your soul. Right into the soul. It's so <laughs> weird. I'm just. Gonna, I've never seen something like that. Uh, we got a great. comment from Brad Ganser on that, Rumble. By the way, that's uh, slightly as interesting as um, coked-eyed uh, Angie Craig. Yeah, coked-up oh. Angie Craig. Yeah, that's the most interesting press conference. Oh, yeah, you later. guys got to look that up. Yeah. After. <laughs> by the way, you're zooming in on the but... earrings there. Yep, right there. <laughs> yep. This person. Watch out for that person. I think that's a woman. That's. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. A woman, yeah. a man, or just a lesbian? Yeah, it's hard to. It's hard to know. Whatever it is, it's a groomer. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Um, so Brad Ganser on Rumble says, the state of our country is sad when a Supreme Court justice nominee cannot even define what a woman is. Yep. I mean, that that said everything, right? Mm -hmm. That was so crazy. Pull up our Twitter account. Here's something that the media's not talking about. We tweeted this out. We tried promoting on Twitter, and they wouldn't let us do it. I think this show's going to get taken down on uh, YouTube, by the way, because I think we're talking about things that we can't do. I think we're misgendering people, which, <laughs> honest to God, it's tough to – appropriately gender people when you got such a potpourri of uh different personalities up on that stage i mean yeah. it's it's interesting you don't know yeah mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna read one more here on rumble because i think this is a great point um someone said keep our kids out of public schools normalizing this is a learned thing only place they're teaching this and yeah that's, that's yeah. so true this is up uh, this is what gets people fired up gets me fired up i got eight, uh, children that are um Oh, uh, Young, I got a six-year-old at home. Just hold on, William. Yeah. I got a six-year-old at home, and we're going to get into this. Like, we got to listen to our six-year-olds. That's ridiculous. Um, oh, look what's trending. Ray Epps is trending on the right. Mm. See, that's a little clickbaity. Did you guys see Mitch McConnell uh, fell and in the hospital? Yeah, I heard that. Oh, really? I yeah. did not see that. That's All right, crazy. So we tweet this out yesterday. What the hell is Peggy Flanagan wearing? Her shirt says protect trans kid, and it's got like a bayonet or big big knife on it. What mm. What is that? Uh, you guys found the picture. Can you scroll down? I think I don't know how Twitter works. Oh yeah, scroll down right there. That's the shirt she's wearing. Protect, protect trans kids with a knife. Yeah. 
which means one of two things you would think. Mm-hmm. Call for violence or this is what we use to cut off dicks. Like, what do, what do we yeah. do? <laughs> why, why didn't anyone in lazy media pull ask her about her shirt? Like, right. that's a pretty interesting shirt to wear at a press conference, first mm-hmm. of all. Like she dresses down all the time, but like, because someone made a comment about her presiding over the Senate on day one of the legislature, and she's like wearing, God, whatever she was wearing was way mm-hmm. underdressed. But anyhow, she's wearing a T-shirt on the press conference. Yeah, just throw a blazer over it. So it's like you're making a political statement here. What's the political statement? Where in the media are they asking these damn obvious, easy questions that they should be asking? What are yeah. you trying to say here? And you know, if I just pulled you guys on set, what is this called? The violence? Is that <laughs> what you think it is? Is that what it is? I think so. You guys don't even want to say. I don't. Like you said it's one or it's one or the other. It's either cut dicks, make slits, or mm-hmm. or or we're gonna stab you if you don't accept this narrative. Yeah. No, I know. I would like to hear what her explanation is too. Whichever reasoning of those two that she would go with, because either one is crazy. Yeah, and remember the crazy people that got in this press conference. We got Heather Keeler, who literally said that white Christians are basically committing genocide by the beauty of adoption of you know Indian children. That's the people that they are ushering up on stage. All right, then we got Leah Finky. Uh, Leah Finky, right? Leah. I think it's. Oh no, I think it's Lee Finky. Lee Finky. Mm-hmm. Lee Finky. First transgender um, legislator in Minnesota, the author of the bill that basically would codify into law what Tim Walls is trying to do here. So let's hear what Lee Finke says. This is who they're talking about, by the way. They're just talking about us. I don't know what they're imagining the threat to be, but it's this group of people up here (laughs) and me. But the thing about this rhetoric and these attacks that we're facing at record numbers is none of that is new. Uh, There have been political movements, social movements, cultural movements that has sought to erase queer people from public life forever. You know, it's it's this craziness that, you know, the left has to categorize people. They put them into groups. In this case, it's LGBTQIA+. You never heard Dave Chappelle's bit about the alphabet people. It's hilarious. <laughs> and they don't all like each other. Apparently now politically they all like each other, but I still think that the uh, uh, lesbians probably aren't full on board with these transgender people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they want to categorize them politically and then try to deliver some kind of enhanced rights to these people. Well, the issue that we have, and and, you know, I don't think it's good to actually be mean-spirited towards just someone that's going through gender gender dysphoria right that's a that sucks Mm -hmm. right but it's a whole different thing to go after the children and then to masquerade that so that's why i think these people are fair game because what they're doing is absolutely terrible Mm -hmm. they're trying to indoctrinate a society into thinking that it's okay to hack up little children Mm -hmm. you know i'm just reading something on this uh lee finky right now Uh, apparently she says it is transphobic to call out litter boxes in schools. So Lee Finky uh, apparently says that's transphobic. That's uh, not even a trans transgender thing. No, that's I a know trans, it's a trans animal thing, Mark. I guess so. Oh. It's ridiculous. Mark apparently has to join her set. He's yeah, this, too it's fired just up. Too much to just be <laughs> in, in the dark on that. It's it's that's a man. <laughs> you know, where's this legislator from? I mean, obviously, deep in the metro, right? Uh, yeah, it's like is it Not Venice Heights or something like that? Should know this by heart. Yeah, 
Um, and Laura agrees with you, Mark, on uh, Facebook. She said, oh, here we go. Thanks, uh, white man, for painting your hair pink to a woman. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. what we come down to, I guess, pink hair and lipstick. It's kind of like a caricature of a woman, isn't it? Yeah. What Lee Finky's doing. Mm -hmm. Like put on a dress, dye your hair pink, and put on lipstick, and then right, <laughs> it's, it's it's woman. And they face. act like that's yeah. enough. And, you know, we yeah. could probably all agree, do what you want, but to mm -hmm. to push this on the kids, right, and to promote this in the public, to confuse the kids, that's mm -hmm. the problem. I mean, do what you want to do. I'm all about freedom. Yep. Yeah. If you're an adult, live and let live. But uh, yeah, that doesn't mean I have to accept it, and it definitely doesn't mean that we need to push it onto kids. That's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I just looked up Lee Finky. It's uh, Falcon Heights, so it's just south of here. Basically, the border her, her district. Look how woke I am. Her district. Uh, just basically a mile south of our uh, studio. Maybe we'll have to have he, she in here and talk <laughs> about this stuff. But, like, Lee Finky's bill is awful. It basically uh, establishes a sanctuary state for gender, genital mutilation. I can't even say it. They don't say it that way. They call it gender affirming, which is ridiculous. So let's get into some of the craziest parts. If you're not already outraged by what we just covered, we saved the, I don't want to say the best for last. We saved the most extreme for last. So here is walls now, and you can kind of see this ramping up. They're talking about, um, that's just good parenting. And then, you know, Lee says, basically people are being under attack. And so walls in his typical fashion, angry walls is like, yeah, and we got to stop these bullies. So he's basically calling everyone outside of this crazy ideology a bully. So let's play mm -hmm. Tim walls uh, here. We still have to talk to Chris oh, I'm aware of that I'm, I'm getting to that one. <laughs> that I think some of this boils down to this. We're seeing this sweep across the nation as rep Finky said, it's being led by bullies. And I say this as a teacher who cannot stand bullies. Imagine, those of you watching this here, imagine what the gathering looked like to sign the legislation to take these rights away from people look like. Imagine what the human emotion was in that room when they did that. With absolutely nothing to gain for themselves, not following any factual data, and simply using the state apparatus to bring cruelty down on the most innocent amongst us. Now, this is why it's so important to ask the question about um, Peggy Flanagan's shirt and why she's got a knife on there, because this is the tactic the left uses, is you paint your enemy as something disgusting and vile, like mm -hmm. they're fascists or they're Nazis. And then, of course, well, you should they be They don't want to protect kids, you know, even though we're the ones who are saying, please protect these kids, don't allow, Correct. you know, this transgender yeah. surgery. Oh, we're definitely right here, but I'm just saying they then right. degrade you. And then, of course, there's nothing unjust about punching a nazi or punching a fascist right mm -hmm. so he's essentially saying that we are horrible people we're bullies but really when you get down to it, it's like that what we're doing is like evil we're trying to take away the rights by the way tim walsh should know something about taking away rights i've never seen a governor take more rights away than him it's lost on these assholes but mm -hmm. he's basically encompassing and he's doing the same thing biden has done is like all MAGA republicans are the biggest threat to democracy or these jan sixers people mm -hmm. jan sixers are terrorists so they try to degrade people like us for discussing things outside of their ideology or their cult they just want compliance i don't know if we're going to talk about this today but that minnesota wild story did you write that yet mm. you... it's not ready to be published okay so. got it that, that that's kind of 
part and parcel for what we're talking about. So you got to be in full compliance of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, he's basically degrading everyone else and then calling us bullies. And we have a valid case here. And, and so are these other states. And, and, and in case you didn't know what he was alluding to is a bunch of other states are now protecting children by saying this is wrong. This is child abuse. Yeah. A think- six-year-old has no idea. A six-year-old has no idea what, what they're talking about. I have a six-year-old at home. This is insanity. Yeah. Don't you have a six-year-old? Two seven-year-old boys, and they, yeah. they don't have a clue. They want to be an army guy. They want to be an Indian. You know, they don't want to wear dresses. But they don't know. They this is they don't understand sexuality at all. Of course not. I mean, they don't. It's they don't. Even my eleven-year-old doesn't. This is this is just crazy. Leave these kids alone. Let them be kids. They still they play uh, Indians and army. Oh yeah, seven-year-olds are army guy. They're like we. They're like put an army movie on. They got to (laughs) get ideas, and then they go downstairs and they're blowing each other up. Love it. Calling for air support and yeah, air support too, huh? Yeah. (laughs) One's got to be. Should I teach them uh, the actual codes and stuff? You should. They love it, man. (laughs) If I remember that from back in the day. What were you gonna say, William? Uh, I was gonna say something, but I want to get to comments. Sure, let's get some comments Uh, in, and then we're gonna get to we're gonna get to a doctor. A doctor who shouldn't have a license, which she said. I'm um, hopefully getting the gender right, but I think it's a she. And mm-hmm. then the worst of all is the father, the mm-hmm. father of the six-year-old. So we're going to get to that, but let's, let's yeah. get to some comments first. Uh, so Tucker says, it's the institution. School choice won't work if all the teachers are coming from the same corrupt universities. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they start. They start. It's a long march on the institutions. They start mm-hmm. with the universities. This has been happening since like the 60s and 50s. Right? Yep. Uh, Brad Ganser says, this is enraging. We do not support the mutilation of emotionally vulnerable children. Mm-hmm. And we are the extreme bullies. Whose opinion sounds more extreme? Exactly. No, I was going to stop you. I'm like, Brad's already had a comment read today. But since he's now, uh, what do they call those, the Rumble Rants, Rants <laughs> donor, which we learned on air. I learned yes. on air that you could donate on Rumble. He's now earned the right to have his comments towards the top. That's what my <laughs> staff told me is, Hey, if they're donating, that's like uh, Super Chats on YouTube. So there yeah. you go. But Brad Ganser goes to the top now. Uh, Carla- <laughs> I've known Brad for many years, so i got to give him some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Carla Nelson says, My son used to play dress-up with his sister when he was around five or six. He is now one of the strongest masculine men I know. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm going to get to that when we talk about the six-year-old that gets paraded by walls and, and they're just awful parents. Right, but yeah, exactly. There's what a difference the between girl? a kid playing around and then, you know, the parents trying to force uh, them to change her gender. It's a completely different uh, situation. Yeah, it's terrible what's going on. Yeah, and and Peggy Flanagan saying we need to listen to our children. It's like, you are <laughs> freaking nutty. Yeah. I can only imagine what your children are going to grow up to be like. You know, I'm not saying transgender here. I'm saying, like, they're going to call the shots when they get in the real world and see how things go. It's like yeah, <laughs> they're going to have some mm-hmm. awakening here because my kids oh, yeah. don't call a shot in my household. Oh my God! Six-year-old lost uh, spring break vacation last night. By the way. <laughs> oh yeah. Now he uh, he was instructed by mom that he has to earn it back because <laughs> mm. he's he's gonna want that vacation. It's uh, involves some water slides. So. Yeah. Now, have you ever seen some of those kids that are just totally propagandized? You know, they got liberal parents that you know feed them all the information. It's yeah, a little bit freaky to watch these freaky. kids in action because you know they're just spouting off what they've been told to believe. And uh, they believe it so firmly. It's really, really sad to see these kids becoming just puppets for their parents. This does happen on both sides of the fairness. Yeah. You remember those uh, girls dancing for Trump? That oh, was yeah. <laughs> weirdest video ever. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a little weird. I, I thought it was funny, though. 
Yeah. Brad sent us a dollar over Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> and gets another top of the... Yeah, I'll mention too, like I said, I have Are a you cheapo? <laughs> a dollar? That's all your comments. Okay, that's all his comments are worth is a buck. <laughs> hey, but it got our attention, right? That yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, well played. <laughs> when are we getting Brad in the studio? I've told him he needs to come on set. Yeah, he'd be fun. He's interesting. So, yeah, I've got a friend who no way would ever watch this program. Isn't a friend anymore. Disowned me. What the hell? Disowned me. Far left. Far left. BLM. But, again, two kids, young, end up, you know, they both declare they're gay. And they're proud. They're proud to have two unique kids. That's their mentality. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a rationale to not be happy that your child becomes gay because you probably want grandchildren, right? Mm -hmm. You want to pass on your heritage, and it's like, that kind of stinks. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you got to be somewhat accepting. You don't want to disown your children. That's not a good course for life. Right, I'm sure, you know. It's a tricky one, but it is, you're right. It's like this cultish thing. It's like, oh, we're so proud of you, and this is so heroic. It's like, yeah. They're unique. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's just that far left but I don't even want to get into the homosexuality part because honestly, yeah, that's totally separate it, from these separate uh, transgenders. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. The transgender thing is so much different, you know, way, way bigger of a deal. And especially because they're forcing onto these kids and yeah, it forces, you know, it messes with their entire body instead of, yeah, just sexuality. Well, right. it starts with probably an inclination of homosexual mm-hmm. and then it goes beyond to like, I want to change. Right. Yeah. It's a progression. So it's Maybe, that, but I don't know if that's the case because you can't imagine a six year old's got some sexual. They don't have a clue. Yeah. Exactly. Which is why it's so nutty. All right. Let's uh, hold off comments here for a second unless Brad Ganser gives us another buck and then I guess we'll get <laughs> into their comments. <laughs> All right. This is where it gets crazy. A doctor. A doctor talking about what she does for her uh, practice and my god you shouldn't have a medical license talking the way she talks so let's listen to this doctor here as i said gender affirming care means something different to every child and family we provide evidence-based care in line with international guidelines in minnesota We work closely with families to ensure that children and uh, and adolescents are receiving appropriate care consistent with their developmental stage, where they are in in their intellectual and physical development. There are also permanent irreversible changes caused by just living in the body you were born in. That is crazy. What? Nobody besides a child, a family, and their healthcare team a child. can figure out what is best for that child and their, and their family. And there is no one else who belongs in that room making those decisions. Oh, my freaking gosh. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Oh, by the way, my, my uh, two-year-old, that's his new words. Oh, my gosh. Apparently, my wife and I say it too much. It's very cute. You do cute. say it a lot. Do I really? Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. He's like, oh, my gosh. He goes around. And his other new word is, no, not. No, not. <laughs> hmm. He Tucker really hates very... when daddy goes to work in the morning. You know, it's crazy. Um, uh, my two-year-old has wild ideas, and I don't let him call the shots. <laughs> Same thing <laughs> with my six-year-old. Hell, even my eight-year-old. No way would I let him call the shots. Mm-hmm. So – 
we need to listen to our children. Issue. Right. It's only on this issue that they say that these kids can call the shot. You know? Right. Right. You know, it's it's only on gender. You know, they don't think the kids can vote. They don't think kids can smoke. They don't think kids can drink. They don't think kids can make their own decisions. Well, hold about on. School. Hold those horses there. That, they, they're know? kind of moving towards letting the kids vote there, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They are working on that one. But, you know, it's the only example where these Democrats say, oh, we need to let these kids make up their own mind. It's ridiculous. Well, I thought you were going to capture the one that I was thinking of. I don't know What's if you're thinking of it. Well, I, last I checked, I don't know a single kid on this planet that wants to get a shot. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? Seems like a lot of Most kids parents like and needles. doctors are telling them what to get. Yeah. Certainly uh, walls and the government want to tell them what to get. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we probably scared them off of going towards children because we were going to fight that one. Yeah. And we will. If they even try pushing this COVID vaccine on our children, which they have attempted with that, yeah. You want to see Mark Bashovsky and Maga Jesse and William and I really active? That's what <laughs> yeah. gets us active. We will fight you tooth and nail on that one. Um, but yeah, they they want to. That's insanity. You know, my child. They, you know, protein is a very important part of the diet, and they tend to not want to eat the protein that's put on their plate, right? You know, mm-hmm. unless it's like in the form of um, you know chicken nuggets or something, right? Yep. Yeah, Mark's just going like, yep. <laughs> yep. So, but you f- make them eat that and you make them eat a little bit of vegetables because it's the right thing for them. Kids are nuts. They, you can't let them call the shots. But somehow, if it comes to gender, we'll let them call all the shots, even though they have zero idea. They're a little ch- child. All right. So, um, irreversible damage growing up in your body, uh, your birth body. Mm-hmm. What what you guys read on that one? God was wrong? Yeah. I guess the natural puberty process is probably what they're talking about. And how dare you let the natural process take course? <laughs> right. Uh, how dare you let God's plan unfold? Right. And she calls it damage. You know, to, to grow up normally, she calls that irreversible damage. What we're calling irreversible damage is transgender surgery, cutting off genitals. That's what's irreversible yeah. damage. Growing up normally in a normal human body. That's not irreversible change. You know, that's just growth. And, and you don't know until you actually go through the process, which if you're trying to stop that or block right. that with like hormone treatments, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You can't say what you just said, but she did it anyhow. Mm-hmm. That's Miss Woke Doctor. Did you get the name of this doctor you wanted to have? Oh, it's yes. It's in our article. So well, go to our, back to our article on this. Uh, so I get it, I get it right. I want to say it was like Leonidas, but that's not that's not right. It was something weird. Dr. Kelsey Leonard Smith. Leonard no Smith. No hyphen. You'd think it'd be Leonard uh, hyphen Smith. Dr. This Kelsey Leonard Smith. Okay. Yeah. Practicing pediatrics, specializing in genital mutilation. It would be a shame if people decided to Google her and find her address and find her office don't and find say, her phone don't number. Say, that's it would the just stuff be a sh- that gets us <laughs> you know, off the whole, YouTube. But I mean, no, honestly, this is a terrible person for saying this stuff. Right. You could see how uncomfortable. No medical license for her. Yeah, right, they you could see how uncomfortable she was. Right. They go after knows. Scott Jensen for his medical license. Yeah. yeah no but, kidding. you know, this lady who wants to give children transgender surgeries, no problem there. What a joke. Well, that's what we learned from the Scott Jensen thing is that you don't even need to be patient. You can file a report. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. that I would want to use the government to go after private citizens. But in this case, mm-hmm. oh, my God, she's actually like doing this to children. It's ridiculous. Yeah, just, I mean, well, you just wait to see what the life expectancy is because this is just starting. Because this is just take away the whole mutilation part. This is not healthy. You're you're messing with hormones. This is an important uh, cascade in your body. The yep. the cortisone, the the adrenals, how this is all functioning. These kids are not. I don't know, but we have to, you know, at least 
consider the fact that this is going to harm their health and what's the suicide rate going to be in the future. They're harming them in multiple ways. Jesse, you're pulling off. I'm looking at the screen. You were pulling off that same thing that one person was on the press conference. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, did you say he was just staring right into the camera? I'm not sure where to look sometimes. Oh, my (laughs) God. It must be like a condition people have. See, he was just doing that. No, now you're trying too hard. Yeah, that same (laughs) condition as the heat sheet. I guess so. (laughs) Um, I do want to read Tucker's comment because I thought it was hilarious. I didn't know Ellen DeGeneres came to town. Why do they always look like her? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which one was Ellen DeGeneres? The, the doctor. Then? Go back to the doctor. Did I not? Did I not catch that? It's like the short blonde hair. Is this Tucker the effer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tucker ninety one <laughs> on what Rumble. What's he talking about? It doesn't look like Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, Same kind of look. Oh, Di- different color hair kind of and everything. The, because the they're wearing face. like a collared a shirt plump. with uh, enormous yeah. shoulder pads. Is that a little right? butch? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a stretch on that <laughs> one. I thought does, it was funny. Does look like someone. I can't think who it is. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Okay, so I saved the worst. We were trying to find. You would think in this very important press conference on International Real Women's Day, you would think somewhere the whole press conference video would be out there, but apparently Fox Nine, which did live stream it, had a lot of malfunctions. So we mm-hmm. ended up to get the. Uh, most interesting part uh, a father who used to be a cop then a prosecutor who's got what he calls a transgender child which is probably the if i had to say a focus of this this uh press conference it was the six-year-old child mm-hmm. they even spanned this child um saying that he wants to protect his daughter who's really i guess a, a son but he's living in this cult delusion okay so watch them use this six-year-old um, as a political prop. Standing in that sea of people, a parent, transparent about his family. My partner Gretchen and I are here today. All right, stop right there. Stop right there. Right. Stop, okay. His partner all, Gretchen. This is Care Eleven. Um, just so we give credit, because I think, I think I was in the blocking the uh, timestamp on that. So just we had to pull from Care Eleven's report on this. Jan Shortle reporting. Uh, you, you just know this guy is completely woke because he's married to a woman. Could I be mean, a trans woman. I, you never know these <laughs> days, be. but I'm pretty certain looking at it, it, her, she's a woman. And he has to say partner. Mm-hmm. You can't even say wife yeah. because that would be too gender specific. Like something's wrong with you. D- don't you see this? Like the fact you can't even call your wife, your wife. Mm-hmm. You you got a sickness going on, okay? So let's let's watch the rest of this little bit here. We are parents um, of a trans child. Their child is six years old, and she was as excited to be at a boring capital on spring break as any six-year-old kid could be. <laughs> Squirming and fidgeting her way through speeches, hardly aware her existence. Okay, stop. All right, so yes, that's why you don't listen to a six-year-old. That's the expert on her own gender. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I, I, let's not show His that video again because I really feel bad. It's newsworthy, and they're the assholes throwing this on camera in front mm-hmm. of us. This is why Tim Walls is a monster parading on a six-year-old to do this. What if this six-year-old boy grows up and becomes a normal boy? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the ribbing he's going to get from people? especially in high school oh, yeah. when this video of him 
as a little girl comes out, mm-hmm. that's going to be traumatizing. Yeah. The sickness of his parents praying that we, you don't know what a six year old's going to end up being, but mommy and daddy are playing dress up in girls dresses mm-hmm. with their six year old boy and using him as a political prop. And Tim Walls and the whole gang are completely fine with it. Right. And what did the media just say right there? They said that the six-year-old barely knew what was going on at the Capitol. So if you don't know what's going on, if you don't know what's happening around your surroundings, how would you know what gender you are, especially, you know, to change it? It doesn't make any sense. Right. And they had a little laugh about it. Oh, he didn't. She didn't want. They had to keep saying she didn't want to go to the Capitol and meet the governor. Do I have to meet the governor today? This is a child, poor, innocent child. And they're using this child in a very harmful way, you know, because most likely, I think the odds are against that this child will grow up with gender dysphoria. Mm-hmm. Most likely, the child is just a little confused at that point. Right. They all are. My little six-year-old, by the way, hates women. Yeah. He hates girls. <laughs> uh-huh. He says that to mom, and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Mom is the most wonderful person in the world. <laughs> He's good. And his, by the way, his best friend down the road is a girl, cute little girl. Mm. But, you know, for whatever reason, he's he's a boy and he thinks that that's yeah. you know the old thing girls not allowed in the in the you know treehouse mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> we cannot be listening to these children this is so insane and i it's amazing and this care 11 report and we watched a couple other reports no one's even acting like this is crazy and out mm-hmm. there right and this dad you know he was a cop he was a prosecutor he should know better you know especially someone of that background he should have a lot more common sense uh, it's really gross to see what he's doing to his kid. Right. Yeah. And then you wonder how they pros- over-prosecute people for January 6th. And yeah. And how they prosecute right. Trump. Right. Prosecute these are some dad. of the prosecutors that are out there. Yeah. These Actually, kind of nutballs. That's what Rodeo 55 said. Uh, they said the parents of the six-year-old should be hauled in for child endangerment. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Right. Is this not bad? Is this not wrong? Why is no one in the media? Here's the thing. No one in the media is asking these questions. Like, why are you guys prating on a six-year-old? Why is a six-year-old an expert? W- w- let's talk more to this doctor here. If this six-year-old went to this doctor and the parents are all, because obviously the parents are in this cult, what's the doctor going to do? Start giving hormone treatment to a six-year-old? Mm-hmm. What if this is not what the child wants? There's a lot of cases where people actually regret this. They detransition. You know, Liz Collins, as I said before, had a great report on this. What happens in that case? You guys are abusing your child. And Tim Walls, and the whole point of this press conference, is they want to protect a parent, most likely divorced parents, and one's in a different state, and one parent is trying to protect their child from going through this craziness. He's a monster. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to look at this. This is the left-wing agenda in a nutshell. And I, I just kind of wonder, like, most people cannot believe in this stuff. I really feel, to go deep in the bunker with you here, Mark, it's like these ruling elites, these globalists, they love this stuff because it keeps us divided, keeps us talking. Because how do we ignore this? I didn't plan on having two shows this week about transgender issues. There's a lot of very important issues out there. But they're throwing the stuff in our face. you got to be standing up for the children. you got to protect the children. Just like forced vaccinations are children, we have to stand up for it. But I think these global elites are just looking down at us laughing. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're, uh, we're on the the edge of uh world war three with nuclear weapons but let's give them this little stuff to to debate like the debate gender like this is something that's not settled at this point yeah who knows we can only speculate but it, it you know they want to they talk about equality and all this stuff and if you're all non-binary then you're all going to be equal and you won't be able to procreate and 
you know, that handles a lot of the problems that they, they see. I, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's crazy. They feel like they're so advanced. They're, they're thought that, that, that this wokeism and like mm -hmm. we're prehistoric or something because the tradition of a man and a woman is, is normal to us, but we're like cavemen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. That's how they see it. They feel like they're so advanced and smart because mm -hmm. their kids are so woke. And, and William, this gets back to that conversation we had right before the camera started rolling. It's like, what is the Bible? Well, the Bible is how you navigate the world of human interactions. That's what it is, right? And well, it's, it's like, that, so you take pieces of the Bible and they talk about right. traditional families because the traditional family is the best way to raise children. Mm -hmm. We know this, Mark. We raised, we both have three children. Somehow Mark and I only can produce boys because we both have three boys. And it's like the best fostered environment for a child is a mother or I mean, yes, a, a mother and a father, right? Yeah. That's why divorce is so terrible and should be, should be really, um, tried to be avoided in as many cases as possible when you have children, because it's really bad for the children. Science is very much well written on this subject alone. Yeah, it's like, do you, like my, I have an 11 year old. So this birds and the bees talk is coming. But they do know when we were out on the campaign trail, my boys would be like, we'd be going to lit drop or knock a door. And they're like, ah, BLM, rainbow flag. And we'd, you know, move on. So they, they kind of know. And I, they asked, what's the flag? And I'm like, well, you know, me and mom are married, a man and a woman. And that's in the Bible. And so, but these people believe. And we weren't even like, you know, degrading them. We're just right. like, this is where a man and a man. And, you know, but just saying we don't feel that's right. But. So they know kind of what it, what's going on. I mean, do you, are you kids even at that point yet where they understand what the rainbow flag is? Uh, I mean, I might have, you know, I think I did have to explain a transgender thing to him once. Yeah, and it's, so we shouldn't nutty. even have to. I have know, that. but mm -hmm. but but it was actually it was uh, another kid saying something ridiculous, and my kids were like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "No, uh, boys are boys and girls are girls." You know, it's <laughs> like, "Oh my god." Rest me, I'm such a terrible father for saying something. You know, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it is. It's it's an assault on those traditional values. I think that was you, Mark, that was bringing that up. And it's like these traditional values have some merit to them, right? I guess we're just these old, boring, white Christians who are genocidal, right? But it's just so, whether you're Christian or not, it takes a man and a woman. We are here, no matter how you look at it, to, to you know, be fruitful. Mm -hmm. If we aren't, then we will not go on in history. It's like it takes a man and a woman. So whether you're Christian or not, it doesn't make sense. Whatever you want to do as an adult, but like when I was, you know, I went to high school in the 80s and we, uh, 1,200 people in my high school, there was like one guy that was like not out of the closet, but that you knew was gay. One out of 1,200. Now, I wonder what that ratio is and what happened. I think Gen Z is like 20 some percent. 20 some, LGBT, yeah. What the hell happened? Which is huge. That's what they say. Well, yeah. so LGBT, so it's gay then as well. Uh, gay, bi, trans, something they don't whatever. identify as. How their... many bi people are there really? I feel like that's just a category that the Zach Stevensons of the world make up so they can shoot <laughs> up both hoops. <laughs> you never run out of analogies. Right? I don't. Yeah. No, that was our theory. Is he came out as bisexual because you know he, he didn't want to be just a boring white white male in the DFL caucus. By the way, you know, it's really interesting. It's like, like, that's kind of bad to your wife, too. Like, if you're acting on that, like, mm -hmm. it would be bad to cheat on it, your wife with another woman. Yeah, I thought it was guy. weird for him to say as a married man. Right. Yeah, I thought he was single when he first said I thought, oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, especially if he's married to a woman, it's pretty weird to yeah. say. Yeah. 
But the, well. but but once again, how dare you say that, Jesse? Because this is world culture. You need to be fully indoctrinated <laughs> and believe. We need now, to celebrate I, this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't care what he does <laughs> with his free time. Obviously, it doesn't bother me, but I'm not going to celebrate it. <laughs> Actually, you know, come to think of it, um, I thought they said something in this this um, uh, uh, executive order about celebrating him. I should have had this ready to go. Celebrate him just towards. Yep, here we go. Yeah, this is right at the beginning. I, Tim Walls, governor of the state of Minnesota, by the authority vested in me by the Constitution applicable statutes, issue the following executive order. It's unbelievable that this guy got voted back in. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. The Minnesota Constitution explains that government is instituted for the security, benefit, and protection of the people. All Minnesotans have the right to be free from discrimination, including discrimination on the basis of gender identity and gender expression. Minnesota strives to be a welcoming and supportive place for the... Ready? LGBTQIA+. Now, that's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. I said I was going to say transvestite. We're old school, right, Mark? <laughs> yeah. Transgender, queer, or questioning? It's queer, I think. I think it's queer. I think it's questioning. Queer. Are you sure it's queer? Yeah. yeah they, See, they queer just means queer. that you're, like, two very, like, if, like, flamboyantly gay. I don't even know. I'm surprised. That's what it's historically meant. It means different. That's all it means? Yeah, they've kind so of like co-opted being, the word. But see, it's, when you say that, it seems redundant. Okay, so I'm going to go with what you guys are saying, queer. I think you guys are wrong, but I think it's questioning. But queer. Tell us in the comments. Yeah, tell us in the comments. Uh, Brad Ganser, a buck for you to do it. Um, <laughs> I. What's I? They say intersex. Intersex? intersex? Dale, do you know what the Q is? <laughs> what does that is even is it, is it questioning or queer? He doesn't want to be part of it. See? Oh, he says that? Okay. I is what? Intersectional? In- intersex. In- yeah, intersex. What does that even mean? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, well, you got the experts here. Parts, essentially, <laughs> which is like extremely rare. Like very rare biological deformity. A. Uh, that asexual. means asexual. So you don't, you don't want to do anything. And then what the hell is the plus? Because that's a new one. I think everything that's just else. everything else. Yeah. <laughs> well, then what is the whole point of the game? It's if just it's everything, everything, else. everything except straight people. Well, if you're that's really the pluses. if you're really woke, you have the two S in there, which mm-hmm. stands for two spirit. Yep. Oh my gosh. Well yeah, they had to change the rainbow flag now too with like the triangle to add yeah. They have uh, they have black and brown people in there in the mm-hmm. flag now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny that yeah, they include and intersex people and <laughs> asexual people. Yeah. They're just gonna keep adding colors to the flag. Mm-hmm. Until it's funny, they keep adding colors and they keep pushing gay people like further and further off the flag <laughs> mm-hmm. for all these other made up identities. Yeah, I didn't think of that. You know, it used to be a full rainbow flag, now they're inserting <laughs> good God. All right, to be a welcoming, supportive place for LGBTQIA plus community members. We uphold the essential values of one Minnesota when all people, including members of the LGBTQIA plus. Except the plus, bullies. What's that? One oh, yeah, Minnesota except the, except the bullies. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like honestly, the one Minnesota is so ridiculous. Yeah. So values of one Minnesota when all people, including members of the LGBTQIA plus community are safe, celebrated, Enable live lives full of dignity and joy. Mm. We have got to celebrate it. See, that's the thing is it's not just about that we have got to be accepting. We have got to celebrate it 
And I know I'm putting you on the spot because you don't have the article done, but you did a story. You're doing a story right now about this wild Minnesota wild. What happened in that case? So the Minnesota wild was going to have a pride night. They had a pride night last year and everyone on the left loved it. Uh, so they were doing it again this year and they're supposed to go out on the, in the rink wearing their uh, pride jerseys. So these rainbow jerseys that celebrate homosexuality. Um, at the last minute, they ditch them. They come out in their normal jerseys. They still have the uh, the rainbow tape on their sticks, and they're still using the rainbow pucks or whatever. And they still are selling all this rainbow merch, but the left just goes insane. Um, they're pissed because apparently, if you're watching TV, you wouldn't have known it's Pride Night or whatever, or we need to be doing more to affirm these identities. <laughs> it's just the weirdest stuff to criticize about, but this is why the left is so effective. They demand above and beyond everything that they want, and they get it. Right, full compliance, and yep. in this case, what they're doing is they're trying to celebrate it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, here's where I am. I'm a libertarian, so I have my personal views on homosexuality, but quite frankly, I think the government should be pretty much out of that business. And uh, I think you should love people, good, good human beings, good people that are trying to do the right thing, gay, straight, or whatever it is. But there's a difference between that accepting of people, just as who they are, the content of their character, not the color or sexuality of them, mm -hmm. and celebrating it. And this is what really gets me. It's like I've never been in this, like, we should be celebrating homosexuality. Mm -hmm. Like, we shouldn't even really be – I mean, if you were to celebrate something, it'd be heterosexuality. Right. Which we don't because, even really do. Yeah, you really don't do it. You don't have yeah. heterosexual praise, but that's mm -hmm. actually the way to procreate. That's the good part about heterosexuality. There's also right. bad parts of it, too. Mm -hmm. Promiscuity. promiscuity. Yeah. But, no, and that's the thing. You know, Tim Walls probably never imagined, and, you know, when he first started his political career 20-whatever years ago, he probably never imagined that this was the kind of press conference he'd be doing. You know, and obviously right, because just, they didn't, they wouldn't have talk, talked about this. In right, China, exactly. And in, in China, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you China like that? Walls. I gave you, I gave you a little China thing, walls. That's what's going up. on there. But uh, you know, obviously, it just goes to show that he's identifying with this woke ideology now. But no normal person believed any of this stuff twenty years ago, ten years ago, five years ago. It's only recently that they've been pushing this crap onto us and expecting us to pretend like it's all normal. Yeah, the idea that Joe Biden's on board with this transgender yeah. stuff is a joke. Like, that guy's old school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's just being told what to do. You know? mm -hmm. And once again, you kind of think, like, the global elites are probably just trying to do everything they can to divide us. Well, right? it just leads to more because it's like it's provocative because if you're going to watch this game with your kids, then you have to, have to explain what these rainbow flags are for. And it's, yeah. why, why do this? Why sexualize the sport? It's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's in everything now. It's in everything. All these woke corporations just getting in line in sports and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't wait to. I think you're gonna have this article done today. We got to go talk about this, and it's also infecting other pieces of legislation. Dawson, pull up the article on uh, uh, what is that? The uh, the regulation bill. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we call? It? Oh, the breast, the breast one. Yep. Jesse woke, wrote, woke gender neutral regulations. Yep. yep. Pull, pull that one up here. Got Republican support. Julia Coleman over in, uh, what is that? Uh, what is that? She's she sent District Carver 38. County? Yeah, Carver County. Or 48. Excuse All me. All right, explain, explain what's going on here. Right. So this is a bill that uh, looks like it's going to be gaining some traction in the legislature. It's got both a House and Senate version. And, uh, and you said the House some, version might be voted on this afternoon, right? Right, that's what it's looking like. I mean, it's on the general orders for the State House, so I do think the State House may decide to take a vote on it. 
Uh, this bill does all kinds of crazy things. It removes the word breast from breast milk. I'm not sure where these crazy uh, libtards think that milk comes from other places. Uh, and they, <laughs> hold on, they, hold, uh, on. Call... hold on, we got to zoom in on that. Okay, so here you're seeing um, subdivision six. So what they're doing is they're amending a current state statute, and this is some kind of business regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is is this? Yeah, this that, it's a little bit lower. Scroll down a little bit. I think I think this uh, article might be a and little out of order. One more. Scroll down. Yep, that's the section right there. Okay, so you see they're talking about first of all, nursing mothers is what's currently in uh, state statute. They're yep, including and including now and lactating employees. Right. Well, why say employees? Why even have that? Right, right? exactly. Because Just call who, them women. Yeah, who produces? Well, no, they already have it. Nursing mothers. Yeah, exactly. Mothers being a, a, a Leave wife, it as a nursing woman. nursing mothers then. Right. right. So the idea that they're adding lactating employees means that it's the gender neutral language. Mm -hmm. So what the hell are you doing on this people. legislation, Julia Coleman? Exactly. First of all, this is more. What this bill does, right, is just uh, it's more mandates for employers. Mm -hmm. So they got to give extra breaks to. Well, the insanity now is a lactating mother. So what does that mean? <laughs> a guy that's. Yeah. What, who, what does that mean? A woman. I know. Who gives birth, but is identifying as a guy. Right. I, I don't know what they are trying to get at with that. You know, it says the ability who needs to express breast milk. They strike out the word breast. So they just say express milk. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't so know nutty. what they mean. I, I really so, don't yeah, know. It, it's so crazy. Well, the hospitals now, I know this because. My wife works on this. It's chest feeding. It's no longer breastfeeding. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My, my sister, she was a um, a nurse in delivery. Um, this is probably about, not, maybe not a decade ago, but maybe six to eight years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. She was counseled before um, two partners came in to deliver because it was a man that was delivering. Hmm. My, my sister, a nurse in delivery, mm -hmm. is like... Are you kidding me? I have to refer to the person that I actually look at giving birth out of vagina. I have to refer to that as a, a man. That's how crazy they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here we have this now being codified in law or basically what they're doing is in case you don't know how um, bills work is they, they, if, if there's no underline or striking, that just means that what's, that's what's currently in law. This is statute uh, two, 2022. Section mm -hmm. 181, 9.39, and um, or 0.939, is about nursing mothers lactating employees in pregnancy accommodations. Um, I think they actually made a mistake because I doubt lactating employees was in that headline already. And yeah, mm -hmm. they underline the word lactating employees to add that into the bill. Will you throw that back up there, Dawson? And then they strike out breast yep. for milk. So essentially, as you say, Mark, you could be just chest feeding. <laughs> I mean, you can't get milk from that, but okay. Yeah. What else does this bill do? Right, and then also they uh, get rid of a a, uh, a regulation that uh, requires that employees work for their employer for 12 months before requesting uh, parental leave for maternity or uh, paternity leave. Uh, parental scroll, leave. Scroll uh, up a little bit to the next uh, section right there. Right. Yeah, right. Paternity yeah, and uh, maternity. So uh, now what is to stop someone from you know getting a job and then they're immediately pregnant and then uh all of a sudden their employer on their own dime has to be paying for paid time off for this employee uh, it doesn't make any sense 24 weeks is that right something like that something like that mm -hmm. yeah 
But now it's essentially, yeah, it's like you say, right. it says right there, employee, a person who performs services for hire for an employer from whom a leave is requested under sections, whatever those sections yep. are, and then they're getting rid, rid of for at least 12 months preceding the request. Right, they're getting rid of all the requirements. So right. uh, it's pretty crazy, and it's definitely going to hurt business owners. This isn't a pro-business bill, and it's crazy to see a Republican on this. What is she thinking? You know, this is the kind of radical left stuff that we expect to see from the Democrats, but what is Senator Julia Coleman thinking? It doesn't make any sense to me. How can you be a Republican, a conservative, and get on this bill as an author of all things? And then go back to the top. Let's click on the bill. It's SF1018. Uh, Scroll up there. Yeah, you see the link. Isn't it funny how Dawson's getting to be an expert on Minnesota legislation? <laughs> mm -hmm. legislation? It's like, no one knows how to do this, Dawson. Like, most activists are like, oh, I've never looked this stuff up. And you're just like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the authors are May Quaid, um, McEwen, Julia Coleman, the Republican, and Kelly Morrison. Now, these are some of the most crazy left-wingers in the Senate. Kelly mm -hmm. Morrison, who's a uh, MD, who's probably all on board with that crazy hack up a little child's genitalia doctor, um, and very pro. She was the Senate author on the uh, Abortion in All Cases Act. Yeah. So she's on board with this stuff. Uh, if you click on the House Companion, uh, the one above that. But aren't you impressed that he just knew right where to go now? Like, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. Great. It's like a young kid's grown up. <laughs> uh, Dawson's just like, you guys are such nerds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, authors are all Democrats. <laughs> Give me a north to south on that one. Is uh, Kegel... Hemmingson, Yeager, and uh, Katiza Watoon are so the three once again left wingers, all on board with this bill. Um, yeah. Metro Democrats. So there you go. That's um, <laughs> that that's insane. It's creeping into just legislation, just regular business legislation. We brought this up too in the past. Um, the the abortion bill even referred to they got rid of language about women in it, mm -hmm. right? Birthing. Birthing, birthing people, right, birthing instead people. of uh, instead of mothers. Yeah, right. so I'm surprised that they kept uh, mothers in this one. Yes, and, and just so the record's known, we are actually pro-choice when it comes to uh, men, uh, if they uh, pregnant men. We, we'll be fine with those abortions <laughs> because <laughs> they don't exist. It's impossible for a man to get pregnant. <laughs> so that, I guess, will be pro-choice on that one, right? <laughs> All right. Um, Let's get to some comments, and then we have we had one more article. Yeah, we got to talk about the Minnesota Police Officers Association. Do we have any comments on that section before we go to this last uh, article there, William? We have a lot of comments about various things. Okay, then let's let's cover this <laughs> last topic, and then we'll get to your comments. Okay. Unless Brad Ganser has another comment, we'll we'll pause. We'll pause for Brad Ganser. Just kidding, Brad. When are you coming in the show? We're gonna have you in the studio. I mean, Mark's just not bringing the full talent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, pull up this article on the Minnesota Police Officers Association. We uh, yep, found that's this the yesterday. One. These are uh, these establishment hacks. Um, essentially, the Republican uh, establishment just basically are sellouts. I'm sure I'm not breaking any news to you. And so they'll come out against right to work. Paul Gazelka said this uh, on a couple occasions in debates as running for governor because I want union support, so I'm against right to work, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, they, they're just sellouts, right? They don't have any principle. Well, they got in bed, um, House Republicans and Senate Republicans with the Minnesota Police 
and Peace Officers Association, which you would generally think are good guys because, you know, mm-hmm. most cops are good people despite what the leftists say. Yep. Um, but, you know, it's always scary when you have someone that pretends to represent all police officers, which is what this Brian Peters character is doing. Yeah. And he's always getting on board with, like, the establishment candidates. Mm-hmm. Pretty much is always against, you know, the Liberty candidates, grassroots conservatives. He even went so far as to endorse Angie Craig for U.S. Congress against Tyler Kistner. Yeah. So th- these guys are not, like, conservatives. Here's what's really troubling as you have counties passing um, these uh, Second Amendment, Second sanctuaries. Amendment sanctuaries and sheriffs coming out against all this new gun regulation, Brian Peters, who says he represents over 10,000 cops statewide, mm-hmm. is now making a statement writing to Dave Pinto, who is a crazy leftist Democrat, Metro Democrat. I think he's a St. Paul Democrat uh, who, who basically gets his giddies from taking away our guns. And he's writing a letter, a love letter to him saying the MPPOA stands for gun control. And the gun control that they're referring to in here is HF-14, which is Mm -hmm. universal background checks. And he writes in here, which is just a damn leftist talking point. It's ridiculous Mm -hmm. because, you know, one of the things that gets me very angry outside of just the bans on firearms and registration is the universal background checks because that will affect guys like me big time. Is um, he writes in here, um, where did I see this? Oh, we are committed to keeping our residents and law enforcement officers safe from the threat of gun violence. So what this bill does is it says if Jesse wants to buy a firearm from me, we have got to go through an FFL to uh, transfer that. Of course, that's a, that's mm-hmm. a process and a payment, some money, a cost for me to transfer a firearm to Jesse. Mm-hmm. But Jesse's going to do nothing bad with that firearm. He's probably going to use it for hunting. He's going to do or protection, and most likely in protection, he'll never have to use it. Yep. So how on earth is this making people safer? Right. Exactly. Oh, because the criminals will do it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Were you guys just idiots? <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, are you idiots? This isn't going to do anything for the safety. Mm-hmm. Criminals don't follow laws. They aren't going to go through an FFL. They're just going to give those firearms to the other bad guy to go commit these atrocities. Mm-hmm. So all you're doing. By saying you're keeping people safe is taking the talking point by leftists and making guys like us who are law-abiding citizens go through another process that does absolutely nothing to the public health mm-hmm. or safety. Yeah, no, I think the exact same thing. You know, these laws are for law-abiding people. It's not for the criminals because the criminals don't follow the laws. And I agree with you that the police and uh, the Minnesota Police and Peace Officers Association, uh, police officers deserve a better representation than that and than this Brian Peters that falls in line with all of the rhinos, all these radical leftists. Uh, this Brian Peters also supports driver's licenses for illegals. I'm not sure what law enforcement wants driver's licenses for illegals. Apparently, Brian Peters thinks that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, are they even polling their membership here? It'd be really interesting to find out the people that are belong to this. Because right. maybe it's just a membership. How many police officers are there in Minnesota? It'd be interesting to know. Yeah, I'm so not sure. On, Tens Google of thousands. It. but uh, I'll Google it. Because, like, do they just have a fraction of it and they find the most woke police <laughs> yeah. chiefs and stuff like that? Like, what is it? Right. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the people that I think are actually representative of the people and of the police force are these constitutional sheriffs, like you're saying, that they're fighting these uh, gun laws, that they're passing the sanctuary status for the Second Amendment in their counties. And what that does is it says that the sheriff and the sheriff's department 
will not enforce any of these gun control laws passed by walls in the Democratic legislature. Yeah. It's our last line of defense. We have to go to the counties. People should be pressuring their uh, county commissioners and their sheriffs to get behind a Second Amendment sanctuary. So according to the Minnesota Board of Peace Officer Standards and Training, there are 10,923 licensed active peace officers mm. in the state. So he's pretending to represent, oh, there's no way there's that many. It's not like, a, yeah, it's like that 95%. Makes no sense. 95% of cops are not on board with what you're saying. Yeah. No, I think I think uh, police officers, and they probably have, do they have forced union dues? Or how, how do you think this is done? I need to follow up on mm -hmm. more, but do you guys know what's going on? Because there's a lot of good cops out there. Mm -hmm. This guy is pretending to represent you, saying we need to give driver's license to illegal immigrants, which is basically okaying someone from breaking the laws of this country, and he's now saying that we're for gun control. Left-wing, yeah. Metro-Democrat gun control. Mm -hmm. This guy is running this organization in the ground. And by the way, this should be the poison pill for Republicans seeking endorsements from this organization yeah. in the future. Mm -hmm. Unless they get rid of this joker here that's leading in this direction. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, when and, they and endorse it, Paul Gazelka for governor, it shows right. exactly who they are as people. You know, it shows that they're the establishment, that they're the swamp, because nobody would support Paul Gazelka because uh, he's such a great guy. You know, he, he was the worst candidate that was running. Well, that's pretty harsh. I mean, I, <laughs> he's a well, decent guy. I don't know. He's a liar, but I mean, maybe he's a decent guy other than that. Yeah, I mean, he was friendly friendly enough he's probably but. fun to have a white claw or two with right <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably all right let's read the comments all right let's see here so gonna read brad ganser's one dollar comment here first oh he did another dollar you just comment? i'm just seeing that yeah uh, our last set of statewide candidates proudly wore their mppo8 badges spending a lot of money promoting that endorsement yeah yeah turns out that money would have been better spent on government efforts yep. hashtag grifter Mm -hmm. Or sorry, GOTV efforts. I thought that was an abbreviation for that. Yeah, one. and also the MPPOA, they also endorsed, you know, swing district Democrats. Why are they helping out these Democrats in swing districts? It doesn't make any sense. Yep. Um, Tucker says their job is to protect and serve. It's not to be government gangsters shaking down the people through quota systems. Well, I see, I'll, I'll agree with what Tucker's saying, but I don't want to like shit on all these cops because I don't think they're being represented by Brian Peters here. Yep. Right. Because I know a lot of cops. Maybe I have a biased sample of cops, you know, mm -hmm. the good ones. I guess I only talk the good ones, but most of them are good. I don't think most cops are on board with those two issues at all. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to shit on cops. But yeah, I mean, technically, if they were on board and this is, if they pulled it and they were this way, it doesn't mean that they're right. Mm -hmm. I mean, if this would lead to more illegal guns on the street, I could see how cops would be concerned. But this isn't going to lead to more illegal guns on the street. Yeah. Um, we got, Laura, you've been awesome on Facebook. Sorry we haven't gotten to all your comments, but uh, there's one good one here that I thought was great. Uh, she said, next week on Matt Walsh's show, what is a breast? Yeah, <laughs> That's not true. Is that really <laughs> happening? <laughs> no, no, she's, no, I think she's, sure she's, oh, she's trying to do that? <laughs> I'm sure it's a joke. but Oh, but um, yeah, oh well, then we'll do it. Don't give that to Matt <laughs> Walsh. Come on. We'll, oh, my God. Um, she uh, also says, where, well, hold on, Laurie. Where do we go with that show? Uh, <laughs> you're, you're you're talking to a set of well, we got five guys here. What do you? What's your gender, Dawson? Five guys. All right, five guys. <laughs> Not to be confused with the famous burger joint. Mm -hmm. oh, that sounds, sounds pretty good, good for lunch. Yeah, right. Um. So. <laughs> so uh, maybe we shouldn't be charged on the show called "What Is the Breast." <laughs> mm -hmm. I like this idea. <laughs> 
It is an interesting concept, though. Yeah. I think we'd be more entertained than Matt Walsh on that one. <laughs> uh, and Dennis Wiesenberg on YouTube says, Check He's like, yeah, I'll do the What is the Brush show with you. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great to have him in for that. He says, check the sheriffs if New York City Second Amendment position, great defender of our gun rights. Say that again? Uh, check the sheriffs if New York City... I think he's trying to say yeah, interpret what Dennis Wiesenberg's trying to say here. The I think he's saying whoever the sheriff is in New York City, but, maybe because they're doing a good job on the the Second Amendment issue. Oh well, I, I Dennis, don't you're gonna have to clarify mm. here. You know, it is interesting. Milwaukee obviously is just a crazy left wing strong uh, hold, but and you'd imagine that permeates to the police chief. But they had that sheriff. Um, what's his name again? Can't think Clark? of his name. David Clark. Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who ended up becoming just a right wing like guy on Fox News all the time. But at least he was like standing up against like was that the Obama gun control stuff? I think that's how he rose mm -hmm. to fame. So yeah. it, do it could happen that New York does it. I mean, Hennepin County. Not that Rich Stanick was this like strong conservative, but he was certainly not a wacko left winger like they've right. now gone with their sheriffs, and he was representing even though they were still far left wing. Mm -hmm. They just want it to be like Chicago, you know, safe. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, Brad Ganser says, and don't forget about the Chambers, the Gun Rights Guys, and the MCCL. Mm -hmm. uh, well, meaning what? Like that? In terms of maybe they have good intentions, but they also back one establishment people and oh, yeah. take compromise positions. Yeah, most people that approach politics just approach it to buddy up the politicians. Right. There's obviously a reason we're so hated by the politicians, but because we're doing so well in the show and you guys are viewing and watching and, and in case of the Gansers and the Lauras of the world, donating shows that we're doing something right. We go to the people, what you guys want. Yep. Unlike Brian Peters, who probably doesn't listen to his uh, base of 10,000 officers. Maybe it's not even 10,000 officers. Maybe that's a lie, too. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good comment to end this on. Um, well, I want to bring up that one uh, tweet uh, before we sign off. Dawson's shaking his head. He's like, dang it, Jake, it's too long. <laughs> um, if you find our tweet. Oh, I hadn't seen this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that wasn't what I was referring to. But, yeah, this is. Uh, oh, we, we probably do need to cover this here. Uh, you, you brought this up, uh, Jesse? Uh, yeah, I, I had sent uh, also what uh, Elon Musk had said about uh, oh. Mitch McConnell as well to Dawson. All right, well, let's let's pass over this because I think most of you guys know us. Uh, Mitch yeah. McConnell basically shit-mouthing uh, Tucker Carlson. I almost said Fox News, but really it's Tucker Carlson that did this. Yeah. Um, and then Elon Musk tweeting, I forget which party you belong to, Mitch, yep. right? Yeah, and then um, actually Charlie Kirk replied to him, and he said the Uniparty. That's right. You know, that's what it is. You go, know, there, go there's to, no difference. Go to our page real quick. I want to cover the non-apology because we didn't write a story about this, but Heather Keeler, just so we could tie a bow on that story. Um, yeah, and, and for you guys at home, please visit our new Twitter account. We Now that Elon Musk is in charge, we thought maybe it's worth getting on Twitter. Facebook hates us anyhow. So this is action underscore liberty that's how you find it nice <laughs> meme there all right talk about this you're the one that posted this uh william talk about this non-apology from representative he heather keeler why am i putting that on we're not listening to the video yeah um i can't read it from this far away but you can read it on your own time there uh she says a whole lot of nothing basically well, she mm -hmm. yeah there you go she, uh, i guess i will read it 
As an elected official, I should always strive to use words and language that bring people together and should not generalize any group of people. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. For those that don't know what we're talking about, Heather Keeler, the state rep from Moorhead, said that white Christians are basically committing genocide by adopting Indian children. Yep, we did a so whole story this is, on it. This is her uh, non-apology on it, just in case you didn't see that story in the show we did on it. Yep, and if you want more context, you can go to our website, actionforliberty.com. Um, as an indigenous woman, I'm committed to preserving my culture, language, values, and community. Other people have been attempting to exterminate us for generations, but the fact we keep showing up in these spaces is an act of resiliency. See, what she does here is she says, I said these things, here's why I said them, and I'm not actually sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've so, over overcome decades of harm aimed at our community through our children. What this bill does, what this bill does, oh yeah, she's referring to the bill, that's why she even made those statements, is to yeah. continue to protect indigenous children so they can continue to have a lifeline to their culture. We need to have honest educational conversations about the experiences of our indigenous people and tribal nations. Yeah, I get rid of me there on the screen there. Oh, you know what I'll read on my screen. The erasure of my community isn't only in the past, it's firmly in our present. I apologize that my recent comments on my personal social media have distracted from what matters most, <laughs> protecting our kids, protecting our culture, and working to make the best Minnesota possible. See, she didn't even apologize for Correct. the comment. She said, I'm sorry that I was distracted. Yes, a sleight <laughs> of hand. She's not apologetic for what she did, which is called white Christians genocidal maniacs, essentially. She's apologizing because it was a distraction. There you go. Yep. That's who these people are. Yep. Um, do we have time for yeah. maybe one or two we'll more comments? We'll finish on a couple comments. Okay. A Rodeo 55 says, going back to the six-year-old kids, I could see class action lawsuits, kids suing their parents in 20 years, suicides and kids murdering their parents. This is wow. upsetting. I don't know about that last one, but I could, I mean, maybe I could see I could all see this it happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're ruining these kids lives when you're encouraging this stuff. So yeah, definitely. it's not, it's, this is definitely not healthy. Anyone that thinks this is healthy is, is very, is very wrong. And, and this is why, I, you know, don't mince my words when I say Tim Walls is a monster. I mean, mm -hmm. he's a monster for many reasons. Let's go talk about that COVID record. But in this case, like what you're doing to these children is just so wrong. And I go back to that six year old, boy who's being paraded as a girl transgender right what if he grows up and is a normal boy the odds are probably suggesting he will be right i would say the odds are very much in favor of him just growing up and being a regular teenage boy goes through puberty voice drops probably in sports and stuff like that despite his parents just giving him dolls and telling him not to do it and now he's got this press conference and his buddies are going to find out that he was paraded as a little girl I mean, young boys, young men are, they're cruel. Yeah. Yeah. They won't forget that one. Okay. So Dennis Wiesenberg clarified his comment. Uh, he has posted their office that the support your concealed carry rights in our offices. Okay. So it sounds like whoever the sheriff is. Wait, are you still having, <laughs> are you still <laughs> having to interpret his words? De Dennis, can't you write? <laughs> Jeez, it sounds what are you like, doing? <laughs> it sounds like whoever the sheriff is in New York wrote, made a public statement and says that they support the con the Second Amendment constitutional right to keep him. Okay, well, it sounds like that, so we're going to go with it. But Dennis, oh my God, man, could you just write like a normal human being? Also, Jeez. this one makes the most sense out of anything he said. He says, <laughs> busy making homemade ham bean soup in preparation for the weekend storm. There you go. <laughs> 
If there is a storm. If there is a storm. They've been wrong about a lot of these things. My God. Yes. Snowmageddon coming some up. Some inches, sometime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some. Typical Minnesota forecast. Yeah. One to 79 inches, apparently. Yeah. Oh. Total credit, Rob Door. <laughs> I really like this comment. Um, Western Minnesota needs to file for divorce. Yes. Yes. Uh, we had someone ask us to talk about the potentiality of um, dividing Minnesota or to break breaking off greater Minnesota from the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to happen at this point. It's, it's so t- difficult geographically because, you know, it's not like, you know, if the Twin Cities is the southern half, you could go like this, but you'd have to carve out this thing. And I live on the eastern metro in Stillwater, so I'd like it to carve and keep Stillwater and Lake Elmo. I think Elmo Washington in. County has to bite the bullet and yeah. join we just the- move. And you and, and, you and Afton, <laughs> yeah. right, we got to go down there. So really it's got to be this free-floating thing that's landlocked inside of greater Minnesota, new <laughs> Minnesota. Mean- I don't think it's necessarily a problem though to do that. Actually, we'll let it. We'll give it river access by just letting ninety four run. We'll just let that little thing. <laughs> what are you gonna do with Duluth and Rochester though? I mean, how do you? We keep Duluth. We want Duluth. We want Duluth. We'll have our we Aust- do, but we'll have our Austin, Texas in great in New Minnesota. We'll keep our Austin, Texas, which is Duluth, Minnesota. We want it. I love Duluth. Duluth is so great. Do I. Listen, there is a certain liberal city that's that aren't so repugnant, and those are usually like these. Uh, um, you know, like Homer, Alaska types, the Duluth, they're very artsy and stuff like that. And very, cause you got a lot of environmentalists, you end up having some cool parks and stuff like that. They're mm-hmm. not as trashy as the Detroit's and the Chicago's and the Minneapolis. Those will just never work. They're going to just implode. Uh, and maybe that's the course for Duluth too. But right now Duluth isn't that terrible. It just <laughs> votes horribly. Duluth I'm sure is- I'm making a lot of people mad by what I'm saying, but I do love the North. I love the North Shore to death. Oh, people in the comments are agreeing with you. They're telling you to move up north. Um, keep keep the mall is what Tucker said. Well, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't move to Duluth. I'll put it that way. Well, Duluth is Duluth, a visiting maybe. city, you yeah. know. But maybe mm-hmm. in like the suburbs of Duluth, uh, they're they're yeah. a bit more Republican. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll move to Hermantown and mm. have a good hockey team. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, Tucker says, move the capital to St. Peter where it was intended to be. I think we could keep Mankato, too. Uh, Mankato, yeah. St. Pete, St. Peter. I'm not area. a southern Minnesota kind of guy, though. I'm a Northwoods type of person. It's a different culture. I did my They're first like job the rocks was on and the dairy. cows down there? Yeah, it's, that's all it is, is rocks and cows over there, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I just, uh, I'm not as ag-based as I am, like, an uh, outdoorsman. So I'm always, like, like there's this thing when I want to get away for the weekend, especially camp, I'm always thinking go north, right? Just kind of like my propensity. Even though I grew up in La Crosse, Wisconsin, so, you know, basically southern part of it, so, like, right across the border is um, La Crescent and Winona is just a little bit north of there. So Whitewater mm-hmm. State Park's really cool. Trout fishing, the hills yeah. there, it's really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... White it's not water, like up north. Yeah, Whitewater is not, you know, it's not Teddy Gucci. Yeah. yeah, it's not Temperance River, you know. Those those are some of the best parks out there. Jay Cook, south of Duluth. I love that area. Are we good? We ran out of material? Dennis has... Oh, no. Nope. No, Dennis' <laughs> comments. I think it's a good way to end the show. Are you sure? Yes. We're leaving I, all judgment up to William at this point. I have a neighbor that has a sign in his yard that says, Welcome to Northern California. Working on my spelling. 
Thank you, Dennis. Hopefully, spell California right. Thank you guys <laughs> for tuning in every week. Uh, we do Tuesdays and le- uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at one p.m. We're a growing show. We want to reach more audiences. Share. Make sure you hit follow on Rumble. I think this show will get taken off YouTube because I think we're bullies and we're hateful, and that's what they're gonna think. So I think once again we'll be getting a strike on YouTube and probably taken down for two weeks. Luckily, a lot of you guys have followed what we said and got in Rumble. Rumble is the bastion for free speech. And Dawson, I think for the last two weeks, they've kind of corrected some of their tech issues. Yeah. Yeah, you, you could see a couple weeks ago we weren't getting the, the viewership. They had a lot. of. There's still a show that hasn't yet to be produced uh, on Rumble. It's a lost show. And it was a good show, too, unfortunately. So um, stay with us on Rumble. Tell people this is where you get the real truth. And sometimes that truth hurts. Like a lot of people are probably like, damn it why is julia coleman on that crazy bill it hurts right maybe you supported her but you gotta talk to her tell her what are you doing there's no such thing as lactating employees that aren't nursing mothers it's the same thing stop playing this left game and for god's sakes we got to get rid of this cultist mentality that tim walls is portraying here in these press conferences this is sickening and it's child abuse we gotta do something about that so Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Take care.